Golden Dale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here on another magical Monday morning, friends. It's a very bright and sunny morning up here, cold and chilly in the Northwest. Torch Report 292, wisdom for the hard times, taking a look at what is, at what's coming, and at what inevitably must be. Be. Now, it's a little bit of <laughs> a melancholy note when you take a look at what's going on in the world, which is why I want to start out with the bold declaration that life is good. Life is good. Life is good. Life, my friends, is good. And it is very important, vitally important, not to lose sight of this fact, especially given the current circumstance, because there is an overwhelming deluge of disappointing and disturbing headlines. There is an astounding preponderance of evidence that suggests evil is in fact ruling the day. And with all of this uh, undeniable rampant political corruption with these deeply concerning global trajectories, it, it, everything looks like we're heading off a cliff right now. But in fact, life is still good. Take time today to hug your loved ones. Pause to appreciate the little things, except that what's happening right now is in fact truly historic, never happened before in the history of humanity, never have the global elites had so much power within their hands, never have they been so close to total control of humanity, to total global tyranny. Uh, what's happening right now is in fact entirely horrific, and we have to realize that we are faced with these horrific facts, but also with that comes the opportunity, the opportunity to have the conversation, the opportunity to fight for freedom and dignity in this epic battle for the hearts and minds of humanity. It is for our loved ones, friends. It is for all of the little things, for all the good things in life that we must rise up and rebel and fight with all our might because resist we must. This is not okay. This is our chance. It's now or never. It's do or die. And the stakes could not be more dire. But even in the midst of the current chaos, friends, even in the face of such daunting odds, life is still good. Never, ever lose sight of that fact and never stop fighting for a future worth having. It's a simultaneous thing. It is the goodness in life that compels us to fight for a future worth having. Never stop resisting the tyranny that is gripping the globe and ripping our country apart. Right now, failure is not an option. Friends, failure is not an option. And I just, you know, these are the words I had to, I had to give myself a little pep talk. I'm saying this to myself. And so I figured I'd share it with you because like I said, this week kind of starts out on a little bit of a melancholy note. If one were to just simply draw sentiment from the headlines, uh, looking at what's going on in the world, uh, in reality, feeling melancholy is not really going to be that helpful, Right. Hence the reminder that life is good, uh, despite the rather depressing reality that we are in fact facing. So wisdom for the hard times is that regardless of how hard it is to look at, regardless of how hard it is to face the facts, if we don't face these facts and deal with this reality, if we choose to ignore it and pretend like it doesn't even exist, or if we just cross our fingers and hope that somebody else is going to deal with it, if we fail to understand the problem, and work toward viable solutions, 
there is exactly zero chance that we're going to be able to overcome the odds and preserve life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for future generations, peace and prosperity for uh, our posterity, for our children and our grandchildren, okay? The cabal, the global elite, the secret societies, all these, these evildoers, they grow stronger by the day. And don't think for a second that they don't have their sights already set on the 2024 election. You might remember the words of Bill Gates, who says that, you know, he's worried about domestic polarization in the U.S. Bill Gates says he sees little hope in the short term. Bill Gates says, quote, I admit that the political polarization may bring it all to an end, that we're going to have a hung election and a civil war, period, end quote. That's what he said, friends. Do you think that he's talking about the 2024 election? I don't know. Uh, You may recall from last Monday that the United States is now deemed to be one of the six most severely polarized nations on the planet. Bill Gates says that the polarization is going to lead to a hung election and a civil war. Is he right? I don't know. Today, uh, the National Pulse is out with uh, an exclusive article titled, When Joe Biden Declared War on Half the Country. And I want to share a little excerpt here from that, uh, from that write-up. And just to quote here, too much, this is Joe Biden's words. He says, too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal, Biden complained. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know this because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there is no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans, and that is a threat to this country. After making this frankly authoritarian statement, the corrupt, senescent liar in the White House had the unspeakable audacity to add, but I am an American president, not the president of red America or blue America, but of all America, period, end quote. Friends, lies, 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 you know, and to be frank, these lies make my blood boil, but I suspect that it's supposed to make my blood boil. They're trying to provoke. This is all part of the the divide and conquer strategy. The left is trying to pick a fight with liberty-loving Americans, no doubt, to justify the harshest of crackdowns against anyone and everyone who dares to oppose this treasonous sedition. I I realize that we (laughs) we're, we're treading into muddy waters a little bit here. One might point out that the law... Uh, the law of the land makes it perfectly clear that the penalty for treason is death. But such grandstanding, you know, pointing that out. Oh, look, look, the law says the penalty for treason is death. You know, it's done in vain. So what? Wave your constitution in their face. And so what? What does the law matter if no one is willing to enforce it? As I've said many times, friends, lawlessness abounds. Do you think such lawlessness is simply going to self-correct? Are these criminals and these corrupt politicians going to suddenly have a change of heart? Of course not. You know, of course not. It doesn't even make sense to think that that would happen. And of course, uh, you know, just to 
to point it out here. You know, I'm not the only one saying that. And I want to share some words from Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, who is the executive director of the American Constitutional Rights Union. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West is a self-described constitutional conservative. He's a U.S. Army combat veteran. He's a formal member of Congress. You know, he's probably one of these MAGA extremists who believe that our republic is under attack. But this is what he has to say. Colonel West says this. He says, right now, America is facing a level of lawlessness that is highly disconcerting. Everywhere we turn, we see the dismissal of what is supposed to be the law. Whether it is at the border or on our streets or in our courts or in our schools or even in our homes, there is a dedicated, purposeful, and intentional desire to undermine the rule of law, end quote. That is exactly accurate. That's right, Colonel. There is a dedicated, purposeful, and intentional effort to undermine the rule of law. It's happening everywhere. It's fracturing our society. And those who perpetrate this lawlessness are becoming bolder by the day. I mean, come on. You know, if they can steal an election in broad, what can't they do? If they can shoot an unarmed civilian point blank without repercussion, what can't they do? If they can round up political prisoners and censor vocal dissenters, you know, what What can't they do? If they can welcome millions of illegal aliens into the country who flagrantly violate the rule of law, give them free handouts and allow them to vote, what can't they do? None of this should be happening. It's all illegal. It's all against the law. And yet it continues to happen without repercussion, without justice. And while the so-called fact checkers continue to deny reality in every imaginable way, you know, it's something that I noticed today, you know, every day I do a lot of research and digging for facts and and primary sources has become increasingly challenging. Uh, At the top of the stack, if you look on any search engine, it's fact check this and fact check that. Everything's fact checked. Anything that might go counter narrative is fact checked. And there are enough fools and useful idiots in the world who who hang on every word of these fact checkers, even though they are, you know, anything but non-biased. They are in fact, you know, stooges. They are government, you know, henchmen, essentially, you know, the, the mainstream media is, is nothing less than a full-fledged arm of state propaganda. And right now they are toying with the American public the way that a cat plays with a mouse. You know, look over here, they say, never mind the man behind the curtain. Never mind the fact that Hunter, the crack pipe Biden's laptop provides irrefutable proof that he that the uh, the, he and the Biden crime family have made millions of dollars conducting nefarious and criminal activities in Ukraine. So what does that that doesn't matter? Never mind all that. You know, never never mind the fact that Twitter is out there talking about all of the, you know, the collusion between the government and the big tech, you know, to censor dissent, you know, about everything from the war in Ukraine to COVID. Never mind the evidence of widespread election fraud and the fact that it continues to be rejected by the courts who are supposed to uphold the law. Never mind that people are rallying all around the globe to protest the poisonous experimental mRNA injections that were forced upon the unsuspecting population and are now causing young, healthy people everywhere to drop over dead. Forget about it. Why does that even matter? 
you know? Never mind that esteemed MIT professor Retsef Levi. He's a brilliant man. He specializes in health systems and risk management, among other things. He's a, he's a very smart dude. And he's come forward and he's now calling for the immediate suspension of all these mRNA injections based on the extensive analysis of the available data. And he comes out and he says rather bluntly, he says, quote, they should stop because they cause an unprecedented level of harm, including the death of young people and children, period, end quote. But what's happening? Nothing. They continue to push it, you know. And of course, never mind the fact that Big Pharma just got caught admitting to engineering new COVID variants because, hey, COVID's going to be a cash cow. You know, why not continue to rake in billions of people while they simultaneously depopulate the earth? You know, what the hell is going on in the world, friends? Remember, regardless of all of this insanity, life is still good. Though what's happening right now is certainly not good. And in, in fact, in my mind and in the minds of many people, what's happening right now is evil. And so the question becomes, what do we do about evil? Do we, do we peacefully protest against evil? Do we per, try to persuade evil to be less evil? You know, do, do we set out an ultimatum and hope to make a deal with evil? Now, I am well aware uh, that many of my Christian brothers and sisters will be quick to point out that there are many passages in the good book to talk about staying silent and, and turning the other cheek and not avenging ourselves or the innocents who are suffering at the hands of this clear and present evil. But that really doesn't answer my questions. Faith without works is dead. Don't blow smoke and tell me we're supposed to just sit on our asses and allow for all of this evil to continue because there are also plenty of scriptures that speak to the warrior spirit stating, proclaim this among the nations, prepare for war, rouse the warriors, let all the fighting men draw near and attack, period. That's out of the book of Joel 3.9. Links in the article there, friends. Clearly, there is a time for war. There's a time to fight back. How else would good stop evil? How else would the world have stopped the heinous crimes of Hitler, for example? How else would oppressed and abused populations throw off the shackles of tyranny? How else, if not fighting, you know, fighting out of the right side, you know, is the good people of the world who are fighting the bad people of the world, you know? Let's not forget. Friends, we're having this conversation as Americans, not as Brits, right? Not as Chinese, not as Russians. We're, we're having this conversation as Americans about the future of our country. And we're having this conversation as Americans because our founding fathers saw fit to fight to the death over taxation without representation. They saw fit to fight to the death over taxation without representation. And look at what the hell is going on now. Okay, if the crown, i.e. the government, forcibly, forcibly, forcibly takes your money and forces you to comply with unjust laws against your will, against your conscious convictions, what else are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to just beg them to stop? Oh, please stop being tyrants. You know, do tyrants ever stop? Of course not. Of course, they're not going to stop. 
Tyrants believe that they have the moral authority to treat you however they like. Tyrants make up their own rules. They ignore the law. They do as they please because they believe they have the right to do whatever the hell they want. And they are utterly convinced that there's not a damn thing you or I or anyone else can do to stop them. But they are wrong, dead wrong, in fact. But given, given the historical lessons, we look back at the American Revolution or, or any other revolutions around the world wherein a few people stood up to resist and fight back against and cast off the shackles of tyranny, you know, we can come back to the question, what are we supposed to do about this current evil that's gripping our nation, ripping our nation apart? My friends, it's an honest question. And I would implore my fellow patriots to think long and hard about it. Pray about it. Spend time in meditation, contemplation, and rumination. Chew on it. Sit with it. Talk about it with your friends and family. And I would add, use a little discretion with regards to all the devices that might be privy to the conversation. We need to remind each other that life is good, even though there are bad things happening right now. And talk about the future and how things are going. And square off with the facts at hand. Really thinking hard about the direction that we're headed. Thinking about what we're up against and about the forces that are driving this push toward the new world order, trying to enslave us all in the great global socialist surveillance state, you know, trying to depopulate the planet and, you know, take total control over every aspect of our lives. Realize that they've been at this for over a century. Realize that evil is a timeless impulse and that there is absolutely no chance of them ever abandoning their plans. They're not going to just give up. And that time and time again, History has called upon the few to defend and protect the masses from such tyrants. And this time, friends, it will be no different. So I suggest that we prepare accordingly. Whether Bill Gates was right or not, this insanity is not going to stop until things get ugly. We have every reason to believe that that's exactly what they want. They want things to get ugly. They want to provoke the patriots so that they can come smashing them down, okay? One might calculate all of that into the equation of potential trajectories. But friends, please don't forget to also factor in the fact that life is still good. Regardless of how this all plays out, life is still good. Regardless of all the insanity in the world, life is still good. Friends, that is the message of my heart for today. Think about it, but stay wise. Please take the time to find that little heart. It's on the Substack app or on the website. Click that little heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you share this conversation, share this podcast, share this torch report with a friend, share it with everyone you know. And with that said, get out there and embrace this magical, mindful, maniacal Monday morning, friends, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.